Welcome, welcome, welcome to season number two of the Go For Two podcast, episode number 14. I am your host, Jackson Wallace. I got my friend, my buddy, my pal who looks way more put together than the Washington football team, Lucas Avert with me. Lucas, how are you, my friend? Number one, Mr. Jackson, I'm doing fantastic, all right, because we're, we're a week closer to football. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then number two, mm-hmm. it's not hard to look to look more put together than the Washington football team right now. Um, the Washington football team, since that's all they are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they uh, have Seriously. not been able to give us an actual name. Uh, so I guess like indefinitely for the rest of the season, they're going to be the Washington football team until they do come out with something. They do come out with a logo and a team name. You know, that's what 12 guys got together and they put they got in a boardroom. They're like, all right, guys, we got to figure out what we're doing here. What's it going to be? I got it. I got it. I got it. Yes, Jimmy, you in the back. Jimmy, Jimmy, what's it? The Washington football team? By God, we got it. That That's it right there. Put it on. Let's do it. Like <laughs> I just I just wonder what led to this decision. Like, like if there was 14 people and they were split 7-7, like one team wanted to be the Warriors, the other yeah. group of seven wanted to be the Red Wolves, and they were like, well, we can't be either one of those names. Let's be Washington. Yeah. We will just be Washington until we can come up with a better name. Or if it had something to do with, like, I, I don't know, you would think Nike could pump out some jerseys for them in plenty of time. With the resources they have? Oh, yeah, man. They could they, yeah. they, they, they could pump them out quick. I mean, I, I don't but know, I don't man. Know what, I don't know how long goes into developing this stuff. I know the Titans changed their uniforms, and they said that it was, like, years I've yeah. been working on new uniforms for Titans. I'm just like, I mean, I get that. I'm I mean, sure it's quite cool. a process. It's just from the outside looking in. You're like, does it take that long? This is what this is what you pick. Okay, well, and this is what they're going to be this year for the 2020 season, and we'll see what happens moving forward. But Lucas, before we get into the rest of our stuff, we have some comments, guys. So, yes, for, for those of you guys who do not know or are not aware, uh, we we post this uh, podcast up onto YouTube. That seems to be kind of our more popular um, app or place where you guys can find us at the moment. But we also post posted anchors. So you guys can find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, all of it. But anyway, if you guys do leave a public, do do leave a public. If you do leave a comment uh, or a rating, we will read it live for you guys on the show. So I got a couple different comments for you, Lucas. All right. Okay. First one comes from Aiden. He's talking about J.J. Watt here. He says, yeah, he's old and gets injured, but he's got heart. And once he recovers, uh, he goes on the field and plays great defensive football. That is true. We were talking about the Madden ratings last week, Lucas, and like how he doesn't deserve to be a 98. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But J.J. Watt, fantastic human being, right? Especially after the whole Hurricane Harvey thing. I think Marcus Mariota had heart. He got benched. He did get benched. Um, uh, But J.J. Watt, fantastic player, literally the anchor of that Houston franchise. He is really good. I hate playing against him. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, you're a little you're a little biased being a Titans fan over there. Uh, here we go from Jennifer. She said, "I love that Casey was wrong with Jordan's rings. Just proves he doesn't know everything." Ha ha ha. Oh, that's oh. She's she's, she's throwing back at it. Oh yeah, shots fired. Exactly. C- Casey don't know everything. Okay, he thought Jordan had seven rings. False. We fact checked it real quick. Anyway, uh, Lucas, uh, this one's for you, my friend. This one's from Casey himself in reference to your uh, package you received last week. He says, you're welcome, Lucas, anytime, brother. 
Yeah, yeah, your little packet, little, your little, your little cards and stuff. Yeah, yeah, right? I, yeah my beautiful package. Beautiful pack. Oh, okay, my bad. I thought you heard yeah. something. Say something he said, yes, Jackson, my car collection is massive. It's huge. Uh, uh, trying to do every team with their own individual team binder. And let me tell you, it's a lot of work. Uh, so, yes, you are very welcome again. Well, thank you, Casey. That really was really cool that you sent that to Lucas. I have a question. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you, Mr. Casey. <clears throat> so... If you do each team with like their own individual deal, does that mean you like move players to the team they're on at the moment? Or is it like, like as an example, I'll use the the Tannehill cards. Like I'm assuming this year there's one of Tannehill with the Titans. So Mm -hmm. would you put him in the Titans and put his Ryan Tannehill Dolphin cards in the Titans and his college ones too? Or like you split it up like that meticulously where it's like, this is Ryan Tannehill Dolphins. This, this right is Ryan Tannehill Titans. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just go on and on. That's a great question, yeah. Casey. I, like I, even split up into college teams. Like that's wild. That's that's a that sounds like a lot of work, but I feel like it's it's really he, cool. Dude, I'm telling you, I've seen parts of his collection. It's it's actually insane. Like I think he could fill up a majority of my apartment. I maybe not that much, but seriously, bro. Like he could. It would be stacks on stacks on stacks over here. Anyway, I, w- I would awesome. love the answer to that question, Casey. Let us know in the comments. Another one from Casey Jackson. The Rams were a fluke that year. Jared Go- Jared Golf <laughs> is trash. He got benched last year. <laughs> he said, oh, well, Lucas, Brady and Gronk. That's the only way the Rams uh, will win is if Brady and Gronk are hurt. Come on. Easy dub for Brady and Gronk for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year. So I do have to say, mm-hmm. I've seen... Um, like Gronk tweeted out like we ready or, or something. He just tweeted like two words with a picture of like the side of his face, like in his uniform, you know. I saw that. And 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 Brady commented on it and was like, Yes we are. Yes we are. And I'm just like, Oh man, like that just just looking at that like strikes I feel like if I was a football player on another team and I had to play on it just strike fear into my heart. Yeah, the NFC South is quaking in their boots, man. I'm telling that's gonna be it's gonna be huge for them, I think, having Gronk on that team. We've talked about that before. Uh, as Lucas's disappearance came brought it right back. Last comment from Mr. Casey. He says, Ryan Tannehill is way better than Lamar, Jackson. Oh, God, someone's calling me. He says, uh, when I say that Lamar's passing is his weakness, Lamar just runs the ball he did in college over and over again. Yeah, he was great last year, but let's get real. NFL is a passing league, uh, passing league 101 for quarterbacks. I mean, that's true. At at the end of the day in the NFL, the quarterback has to be able to pass the ball. Uh, The running... I feel like is a is an amazing talent. It's amazing secondary option deal for him. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes is a perfect example. He's the number one quarterback in the league, and he passes first and runs as a last resort. Now, when he runs, he he made a lot of plays. You seen it at the mm-hmm. end of the first half against the Titans in the playoffs. Uh, that was kind of like a e moment. You know, it was like oh, dagger to the heart. Um, getting depressed just thinking about it um, <laughs> i know look, it's okay it's okay it's okay but but, but it's like like lamar lamar is is such a runner he's such an athlete he's super talented but he just he can't throw the ball right now or he didn't show us last year that when it mattered most in the playoff game against the titans he couldn't step up and be a quarterback he was still like a playmaker in the open field just not in the pocket Right. Very curious to see how he moves on uh, mm-hmm. in his sophomore year. I guess it's, mm-hmm. technically it's his. This will be his third year. His third year. 
because he came in. Yeah, yeah that's right. Because he came in, he started the second, the last half of his yeah. first year. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, super, super interesting to see how it goes. I'm telling you, man, Steelers are winning that division. They are. You think so? I think so, man. Mm-hmm. I think I think I think Ben coming out is going to be be huge for him. But we got other stuff to talk about, Mr. Lucas. What's up? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Oh, I feel the first energy. off, Mr. Jackson's going to talk to us about the Jamal Adams trade, which has shaked the earth with the Dude. just pure ridiculousness of it. Yeah. <sighs> Jackson, tell okay, me, tell I, me I, I got the details. I got the deets. Wild. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Straighten out that paper. Yeah, I got it ready. Okay, so Jamal Adams trade. Okay, first we, we talked about the Jamal Adams trade several times, right? We thought that okay, cool. Maybe Jamal Adams to the Cowboys. What do the Cowboys want to give it for him? Before I tell you the details of this trade, I'm sure you guys already know. Unless you've been living under a, a rock. Um, I'm really happy the Cowboys did not go through with this trade because it would have been way too much in my opinion. Here we go. Details of the trade. The Seattle Seahawks have traded for Jamal Adams, and here's what they get. They get Jamal Adams, and they get a 2022 fourth-round pick. Okay, fourth-round Jamal Adams. Cool. What do they have to do to give up for him? That is a question. The Jets have received safety Bradley McDougald. McDougald? I'm sorry if I butchered your name, man, but... McDougald. That, that's who they received. They received Bradley McDougald. They also get a 2021 first-round pick, a 2021 third-round pick, and a 2022 first-round pick. Lucas, they gave up two firsts, a third, and a prospect player to get Jamal Adams. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. I, I don't understand how you can give up two first round players back to back years and a third mm-hmm. you did say a third right yeah and, and a, third. a player for a guy that's going to come in he's going to replace that player obviously like he's going to be a starter um but he wants to be the highest paid safety in the league so he's looking for the money so you're gonna have to pay this guy yeah and you had to give up two first and a third for him there's a chance you're not even going to be able to re-sign him and I, I just feel like those two first-round picks, I mean, alone, the first and the third, to me, is Sound like, like it's, it's, okay, a first and a third for him, like, maybe that's okay. Like, yeah, I kind of feel like you're giving up a lot, but you understand you have to give up a lot to get a player like that from the Jets because the Jets didn't want to get rid of him. Right, yeah, he's, he's like, their best player. Yeah, but you're like, a first, a third, and here's another first. And it's just like... Oh, it's just way too much. Yeah, it's like, and it, yeah. It, my take on it is this: it's 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 way too. They gave up way too much for it, and I'm really happy the Cowboys didn't do it. Uh, it was gonna take a first round pick, no matter what, to get him right. And and oh, you know yeah. what, Jamal Adams, he's worth the first round talent, in my opinion. Because let's say what what were you gonna get with that pick? Are you gonna get somebody better than Jamal Adams? Maybe it depends. It just depends on what you know what your team needs are and what where you're going for. But to give up a first, two firsts and a third, I mean, good lord! I mean, the Seahawks are not going to be able to to that was what they're saying is we're going all in on Jamal Adams. We believe we're going to get to be able to resign him, and it is worth us giving up first round talent for the next two years, 
upon building for for what we need as a team, right? That means we don't need another. We don't need to start worrying about a quarterback for the future. We don't need to start worrying about our offensive line. We have enough on the pass rush. We have enough yeah. in the third round pick for a late cornerback. Like that's what they're saying. We're we're ready right now. They want to make a super. They would have Super Bowl aspirations right now. Yeah, and it's like like when you think about it, your team is going to have needs every single year. Yes. And your first round pick is like your starter that comes in and takes that spot. Perfect example, Tennessee Titans this past year, we needed a right tackle. Yes. We draft a right tackle mm-hmm. at the end of the first round. He's going to come in, and he may not be a starter week one. Halfway through the year, though, he can probably start. Yeah, I think um, so, too. <clears throat> and then he's going to be your starter for years to come on a rookie deal. It's just which is so important with the with the landscape of salary cap right now. Yeah, it's too smart of a play. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To like have these first round picks that you get on you're getting them on cheaper contracts and you're getting young, fresh talent in the league that's going to Yes. Keep your team good. Mm-hmm. Like that's how you sustain a good football team is you have to bring in other talent every single year through the draft. And, and Jay Brown. Yeah, exactly. C D Lamb, Trayvon Diggs, Christian Fulton. Right, mm-hmm. a lot of these early picks, these guys that are going to come in and be impact players. And you got to think about this too, Lucas. We're talking about quarterbacks. We talk about salary cap. What is Russell Wilson going to want when his cap, when his uh, contract comes up? Because he's worth it, just like Patrick Mahomes is for a big time deal. You know what I mean? Like he's he's better than Aaron Rodgers. He's he's I think he's second best quarterback in the league right now. Right, I have him as number two, right behind Mahomes, and that's just my personal opinion. But he's gonna he's gonna want a big deal, and he should he should deserve it. He should get it. He's a Super Bowl champion. He should have been a two time Super Bowl champion, and he can get you to a third Super Bowl. Right, that team is built to win, especially with that coach. So you're hope so from the Seahawks, you're hoping that within the next two years before his contract deal runs up, you're hoping that you can re-sign him, get him back in into the building and sign Russell Wilson and fill your needs without two first round picks. So this is, is going Russell to be Wilson's contract coming up. Ah, uh, you know, what? I'm going to check on that real quick while we keep going. Well, but for, some, for some reason, I was thinking that Russell Wilson got his deal last year. I'm not a thousand did he? on that. I could be wrong. I'll look um, that up real quick as we're still going. But I just, I just feel like it's so much. Uh, 2019 Russell Wilson's record-setting contract extension with the Seahawks is you're right. Never mind. He's locked in. 140 million dollar deal. So you got him for three more. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. But that's you, still like that's still like. You're gonna have to do Adams, and then you're gonna have to do Russell Wilson back-to-back years. Because Adams is on the Adam two. For? Adams is gonna want another four-year deal. So if I'm if I'm Seattle, I try to re-sign him this year. Then get him on a four-year deal immediately. Yes, and then give yourself you two buffer years to re-sign Russell Wilson. And hope the cap goes up. And hope the cap. I mean, goes they up. didn't get Jadavian Clowney, so they can kind of give him some of that. But he must be the highest-paid safety. Yeah, I mean mm, uh, the Seahawks hours. seem to be the Seahawks seem to be very happy with this deal. I mean, they got you know arguably the best safety in football. Right, he's up in there in that conversation, right? Top three for sure. Um, I would think what you know, but they got that one. I do think he's overhyped. He's definitely a really, really good player, but I think he's overhyped sometimes. Like I, I, I never see him do anything that I'm just like, wow, that guy's the best football player in the 
just in the AFC, like that man's the best, like when he was on the Jets or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of hard to tell, too, with the Jets being such a bad football team. They weren't really in a position to do a whole lot as well. But, I mean, you're thinking for the Jets, on your side, you get, I mean, what a win. You get a prospect player in a safety, same position. You get two first-round picks to play with and build, and a third-round pick to build with Sam Darnold for the future. I, You know, with, with this kind of a haul, you're thinking over the next – three years maybe they might be somewhat of a contender in an AFC South that uh, is definitely going to be heavily contested without Brady there so should be very interesting moving forward Lucas um so next up Mr. Jackson I know we got a little a little bit of Twitter drama okay yeah I saw this a little bit of yeah, so uh, the NFL Top 100 stuff's coming out, uh, which has been some questionable stuff every year, obviously. Um, so this year, Keenan Allen sees his rank. I don't even remember what it was. I don't care enough about him to know. But mm-hmm. the important thing is that he got on Twitter. All right, let me pull up old boys. Pull it up right. for us here. He said, here's his tweet. <clears throat> he said, okay, I'm tired of biting my tongue. At Cheetah, which is Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. At Mike Evans and at Chris Goodwin. He said, and then and the list goes on in parentheses, are not a better wide receiver than me. They're faster than me, yes, but every day of the week, uh, separation, I'm better. Child, please. What a guy. He's making a statement. He's saying he's, he said he was the best, right. at, best wide receiver in the AFC West. Better than Tyreek Hill, better than Sammy Watkins. That's what he said. Yeah, I butchered that. I butchered reading that tweet, by the way, because I got people blowing my phone up. But that's okay, because y'all got the gist of what he said. Yeah. Anyways, better than he uh, says he's better he than Mike followed, Evans. He followed that. Yeah, he followed that tweet up with, uh, "I'm the best wide receiver in the AFC West for sure." Like, like, do you believe that? In the AFC West, and no, I think Tyreek Hill's the best in the AFC West. I think Tyreek Hill just gives you. And here's the thing about Tyreek Hill, man. He doesn't just give you explosiveness with his speed and a home run ball. And yes, he does benefit from having the best quarterback in football, along with the second best tight end and one of the better receiving cores and probably the best playmaker or play designer in Andy Reid. But I think he has playmaking ability. I remember watching a couple of Kansas City games this past year, Lucas, and uh, he would he would jump over the top of people, like literally up from, up from behind him and grab the ball. Like he he's not his speed isn't his only strong suit. He ha- his right. route running is some of the best in the league. His playmaking ability and able to go get the ball one handed, and he's a he's a strong guy for being that fast. And he is by far the best wide receiver, the uh, fastest wide receiver in the league. By far. Remember that one clip, Lucas? I think Patrick Mahomes threw a pick. Um, or maybe it was it a punt return or maybe it was on a pick. But Tyreek Hill was 30 yards behind him and caught up with, with the player at the same time. Do you remember that one, that play from last year? I think so. It was just something yeah. wild. It was something wild. It was either punt return or a pick or something. Anyway, but Tyreek Hill was 30 yards behind it. No, it was the... It was uh, uh, the running back. Running back popped out, and Tyreek Hill's way on this side of the field making a block, and then he just mm-hmm. takes off and he catches up to his own player. Like it was just, it's absolutely insane. So I, I think Tyreek Hill's better than Keenan Allen, but I do think, I do think Keenan Allen is better than Mike Evans. Huh? 
I think Keenan Allen's better than Mike Evans. I think Tyreek Hill's better than both. You think Keenan Allen is better than Mike Evans? Yes, absolutely. I think he's got better playmaking. I think he's a better route runner. I just want to say, I just want to say that Keenan Allen has a year on Mike Evans, and Mike Evans has better stats. Yeah, Keenan Allen had Philip Rivers throwing him the ball, the absolute definition of a choke artist. The past what seven, eight years, his entire career. I think that. Philip Rivers is and has been better than Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston is okay. Here's the thing about Jameis Winston and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay, don't you dare disrespect the magic beard. Okay, Lucas, the magic beard is real. All right. Now, the thing about Keenan Allen and the thing that separates him and his quarterback from Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston would he just chuck it up, right? That he's a type of guy. He's a gunslinger. He's going to give you 5,000 yards a season. He's going to give you 30 interceptions, but that because of the gunslinging mentality, right? So I think that Mike Evans has uh, benefited from that style of offense. Keenan Allen hasn't had any help. Keenan Allen's been all by himself. The Chargers keep getting uh, banged up. Keenan Allen's got himself gotten banged up a couple times. But Keenan Allen just keeps delivering, and he's the most underrated wide receiver in football. 100%. It's not even close. I just want to say. All right. What? That you are you're a wild man, Jackson. This is what we do, Lucas. All right? I come out you're, here you're with my wild. takes, even though they are true, and you just don't like it. So, I mean, like, last year... So last year, Keenan Allen had 40 more yards than Mike Evans. Okay. And he had 40 more targets. I, I don't I don't know. He's still a better ball player than him. He's a better route runner. Uh, he, he's, he's better. Better possession catch. The, ball, oh, the yeah. ball's thrown to him more, but he makes less plays. He's double covered all the time. Games. He's double covered all the time. They got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Mike Williams is nobody compared to Chris Godwin, bro. Nobody. Chris Godwin had one year. They also don't haven't had like, okay, and Hunter Henry is nothing compared to OJ Howard. I don't know why you're looking at me all all like that, Lucas. OJ Howard's a much better tight end than Hunter Henry. Why are you looking at me like that and just being stunned and being like not saying anything? Okay. What? What are we doing right now, Jackson? We're is talking this the about Go for Two podcast. Yeah, we're talking about Keenan Allen. This is a Go hey. for Two podcast. Yes. Okay. And Ke- I'm, I'm just making sure because you're blowing a lot of smoke right now, buddy. You're blowing a lot of smoke. Okay. Well, here, right? it didn't I, in here. I don't know. I don't know. Are we the the smoke show? I happen no. to agree. With Keenan Allen, minus the AFC West part, because he's not better than Tyreek Hill. I think Mike Evans is stronger. I think he can control his body in the air more. I think he is way better at going up and catching the ball and making plays. In terms of being a red zone target, he is a lot better than Keenan Allen. Okay. All right. I think Keenan Allen had more targets and a better quarterback over the years. I think Keenan Allen. If you look at the teams, who's been better? Which te- which team has been better since both of them came into the league? 
Oh gosh, the Chargers or the Bucks? They've both been pretty terrible. The Chargers have been way better. They should have had like thirteen and three. That. They should have had thirteen and three seasons where they keep choking. They're in the playoffs a couple times. So yeah, I guess I guess the Chargers. I'm telling you, bro. Mike, I'm, I'm telling you, bro. Keenan Allen is way better than Mike Evans. It's not even yeah. close. Casey, I, look, Casey. I know we don't we don't always see eye to eye, buddy. Okay, all right. I know this. We disagree on some small things. All right, but uh-huh. deep down, we are bonded in our love of torturing Jackson. I need you to join with me here. All right, I'm calling a ceasefire because this man Jackson is saying some wild things. Wild. It's really not that wild. You're saying some wild things, Jackson. Keenan Allen controls his body better in the air. Keenan Allen is a better possession You're catcher. You're repeating everything I just said. Because I because I disagree with you, and I think Keenan Allen's better at it than you. Well, I hope he's better than me. Well, you know what I mean. Better than what you were saying for old boy Mike oh, Evans. Man. All right, all right, we gotta we gotta move on. I'm about to. <sighs> I can't can't believe you, Jackson. We just. <laughs> But, t- but he's not better than OBJ, and he's not better than. so much better. He's done. He's not better than Michael Thomas. He's not better than than D Hop. It's like I don't understand basic math. Okay. Um. Next thing, Mr. Lucas Jackson. is just baffled, dude. Lucas is just uh, baffled. So this week we've seen uh, pretty much today, really. Um, it's Tuesday, by the way, July 28th, when we're recording this, when y'all see yes. this, like Wednesday or Thursday or Friday, whenever you watch it, all right, it could be years from now, because mm-hmm. we're, we're famous now, and you're coming back to watch us, but either way, um, that's the plan. we need to update on the COVID opt-outs, because there are some players, there are some big names that are opting out, especially you, Mr. Casey, you need to pay attention to this, because there's six Patriot players right now six that have opted them. out. Mr. Jackson's going to tell us everything, because... He's the he's the big brain. I'm the big brain. Okay, so couple of key no, couple of key. Keenan Allen's had three straight 1100 yard seasons. By the way, I looked oh, it up. Oh, he's so good. Yeah, Mike Evans never been over. Averages the averages 12 yards per reception. By the way, yeah, just throwing that out there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Also averaging 100 receptions per year, every year. So I'm just yeah, just throwing it out there for you, okay? Say it over. I, I just want to, yeah. I mean, you know, like I'm gonna last year, twelve hundred yards. Year before, fifteen hundred, a thousand, thirteen hundred, twelve hundred, a thousand, whatever. It's got like a thousand more career yards than Keenan Allen. Been in the league a year less. It's whatever. It's no big deal. It's whatever. It's got forty-eight touchdowns. Also more weapons around him. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, um, NFL opt-outs for the for the 2020 season. What, Lucas? Do you have something else that you would like to say? No, I'm just reading this. You're just, you're just reading that? Okay. Why are you reading that? I'm going to go with the NFL opt-outs. Okay. So several uh, players have opted out, including six Patriots. Okay. Uh, so we have. I'm just going to read off a couple t- uh, notables ones to you. Uh, we have Baltimore's Andre Smith, right tackle. We have uh, Denver's uh, Kyle Pico, defensive tackle. We have New Orleans' Cole Wick, tight end. We have New England's Dante Hightower. Right, Dante Hightower has opted out, as well as New England's safety Patrick Chung. Two big-time stars in that defense have opted out for the 2020 season. Uh, Baltimore, uh, D. Thomas is wide receiver. Dallas has a player that's opted out. Marshall, uh, Mark Maurice Kennedy is a cornerback. Uh, picked up, I think, two years ago in the draft. 
Uh, also, other New England uh, players. Uh, offensive tackle, uh, M. Cannon. Um, Bolden, running back. Uh, Vitali, fullback. Anna Torin, offensive lineman. Uh, Seattle, uh, they had one. They lost their guard, uh, Warmack, and Washington football team lost their defensive tackle, Brantley. So several players. Oh, and also uh, Devin Funches from the Packers, wide receiver, uh, another target for Aaron Rodgers, um, has opted out as well. Lucas, there are players left and right opting out. The deadline to opt out for the 2020 season is August 3rd. Now. Based on your contracts, you can get up to $150,000 uh, stipend uh, if your contract's below a certain amount. Uh, and then if your contract has multiple years and a certain amount uh, before that or after that, you get a uh, $375,000 stipend uh, for the year. And then those contract um Numbers apply to the 2021 contract next year. So you basically lose some of your contract for next year is is in your opt-out. So, Lucas, what do you think about that? We got some big-time players deciding not to play. I'm sorry. I was just I was just thinking about how earlier you said Keenan Allen was like, you know, like always there on the field and everything. He's, he's only missed 23 games. It's whatever. Um, anyways, the COVID opting out stuff. So there's some – 40 more games. My camera's getting all – bologna sandwiched out here all right so uh the covid opting out stuff is getting crazy uh, mm-hmm. I, I seen something hilarious I, I thought it was funny earlier i think it was like adam schefter or some some <clears throat> nfl reporter guys on there and said he was talking to like an nfl executive or someone in the league and at the top it's like headline six patriot players opt out and then it's like the nfl executive was like bill belichick's gotta be planning something <laughs> Dude, seriously, <laughs> like, like this is all the this is all a ploy to. In my head, I was like, it's all a ploy to get a big top free agent that's left. Like he's gonna he's gonna free up some cap money because these players are opting out, and he's gonna use that to sign Logan Ryan and Jadavian Clowney or something. That would uh, be wild, by the way, if he did that. Yeah, just just some wild stuff. But um, I've definitely noticed that. I feel like a lot of the players have a good reason for opting out. Don't, oh, for uh, sure. High Tower uh, just had a baby. Mm-hmm. So like stuff like that, like I, I really, I really understand that, and I'm glad the NFL has the opt out, the opt out thing. I mean, it's something, it's something you got to have for for players like Hightower. Like for sure, he's in a special situation. You know, most players are still going to come and play, um, and I don't think it's really going to affect teams too bad. In terms no. of like, just a couple big names so far. Yeah. Um. I understand it though. Like I, I definitely re- like respect their decision and stuff. I'm not. I'm not gonna be like, oh, they, they need to be out there playing. Like, no. Nah, like, like the Marlins baseball team just had like 40 people test positive, and and the MLB yeah. shut down right now. <laughs> yeah, and you you got to think Probably. about. Yeah, man, it's it's you're putting yourself at risk for sure, and not, maybe not just yourself because you're like you know a lot of these guys are in you know the prime of their lives, good shape. But you know you got to think about your families. You just have a baby, right? You know you got wife and kids at home. Yeah, different things like yeah, that. Yeah, I believe so. the Devonte Adams said that uh his he, like he was opting out because his family was like directly impacted already like he had already had family members directly impacted by covid and stuff and so you know just gotta respect their decisions and uh, sure. just be happy that we're getting football this year honestly you know seriously and there's a lot that's going into it i'm glad the, the league has kind of stepped up i remember about a couple weeks ago 
players where they took to Twitter and they took to different social media platforms to call out for the league to have a plan and put this stuff together in place. And they have. They responded in kind. And um, I'm, I'm really glad this is this is all kind of happening because, like you said, you can't you're, – you're in a, a, a funny kind of legal situation. You can't you know force all these players to play, especially when you got something like this going on. So if they have an opt-out, then – they have an option. So um, it's definitely, I think, a good thing. Um, we'll continue to monitor who all is opting out before that August 3rd deadline. Um, yeah, man. But Patrick Chung, Dante Hightower, um, you know, I'm glad that they did it for the reason that they need to do it for. Uh, but that's definitely going to impact that uh, Patriots defense. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, hey, Bill, Bill's got this. All right. I ain't worried. I ain't worried. Yo, Bill, Bill's got everything, man. <laughs> Bill is the man. Um, next up, Jackson, I believe we got week 12 predictions. Yeah, we do. We do. Let me pull them out. All right. Here we go. Yeah, get, get them out. Get them out and ready. All, All right, right, ready to go. Super excited. We're at week 12. We're almost to the end of the season. That's when we get to show our final results and everything. Should be super, super, super awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> this is Thanksgiving week. So there's like three Thursday night football games. Kind of tripped me out earlier. Not going to lie. Yeah, earlier Lucas Uh-oh. came on here. He was like, three Thursday night games? I'm like, Lucas, it's Thanksgiving. He said, oh, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the first game, uh, Texans at the Lions. Oh, yeah, this is this is an interesting game for me, Lucas. I'm going to go with the Texans on the road. Going with yeah, the Texans on the road here. So I really, I really want to go with the Lions because I feel like Thanksgiving's weird. You know what I mean? And the Lions are at home. It's Thanksgiving. It's a short week. They don't want to. I mean, the Texans don't want to be there in Detroit. They're like, oh, we got to play the Detroit Lions in the middle of Thanksgiving. Oh, who cares? Yeah, especially but, coming off short week. Um, but I think they'll win. I'm really hoping they lose. This is kind of a catch me game to me. Um, the Lions are just weird, man. Uh, Washington. At the Cowboys. Yeah, we got to say Washington now. Uh, definitely the Cowboys, 100%. We're at home. It's Thanksgiving. We're ready for turkey. Historically, we play really, really good on Thanksgiving Day, especially against the Redskins. Oh, excuse me, the Washington football team. Um, it's going to take me a minute to get to get used to saying that. So, yeah, I, I, I got my boys at home. I'm definitely going with the Cowboys also. Um, the Washington football team's just – not as good. Uh, Ravens at the Steelers. I got Steelers at home, and a little bit of a Ooh. little bit of an upset here. What from one would consider from last year with the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I don't know, man. I told you, I got a, I got a funny feeling about the Steelers this year, and I'm either going to fall flat on my face in predictions, they're going to go two and fourteen, or I'm they're going to make me look good. All right, and they'll have an eleven right. and five year or something. So I'm banking on the eleven and five. Well, I don't I don't think you're too crazy because I'm actually going to go the Steelers also. Okay. Uh, Thursday game, Thursday night, uh, the Steelers are at home. Yes. I think if there's any football team that can figure out how other teams have been able to stop the Ravens, they've had a year and a half of film to watch on Lamar Jackson already. And then by this time, they're, you know, it's week 12. They've got 10 weeks at least of, I don't know if the Ravens had a bye week or not, but they got 10 weeks of football games to watch. And Mike Tomlin can find something. That defense can find something to do. Yeah, should have been coach coach of the year last year too. Yeah, uh, next game Jackson Titans at the Colts. I got the Titans on the road here uh, in what? Indianapolis. Yeah, I do. I got the Titans on the road. Uh, I think this is going to be an incredible game. Uh, I think it's going to be very defensive, uh, to be honest with you. But I do think Derrick Henry is going to uh, lead the Titans to victory. 
<clears throat> so I'm going with the Titans also. I, I haven't looked back through all my stuff, Jackson, but yeah. I'm really starting to feel... I'm really starting to feel like this year might be one of those years where the Titans have a chance to wipe the AFC South. You think so? 6-0. Like, yeah, like like there's like there's I think there's definitely a chance for us to do it. That doesn't mean we're going to necessarily, but there's a really good chance I'm going to pick us to. Okay. Because I just I, I love our coaching so much and I think we're going to have a lot of confidence coming in from last year. And as long as we can get that confidence going early, I think we can ride it throughout the season. Uh, Derek Henry, Ryan Tannehill, A.J. Brown, Corey Davis. I'm expecting Corey Davis to hopefully go off this year. I'm expecting him to at least try this year. I would hope so, heading into his contract year. Yeah, man. Yeah, um, yeah that, that should be – if you're 6-0 and against your division, that you definitely should make the playoffs, right? 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 Don't let well, it hey, I mean, We were 5-1 and against our division. Don't let it fool. We were five and one against our division last year. We didn't make the playoffs, so you know. Really? Yeah, we wiped the Redskins and wiped the and wiped the Giants and split with the Eagles, and we won eight games. Mm. Man, y'all are bad. Yeah, um, it's Dolphins bad, man. at the Jets. <laughs> it was bad. I'm sorry. I'm bringing back bad memories. Uh, Jets don't have Jamal Adams anymore. Their picks aren't going to help them this year. Dolphins. Yeah, I guess I'm going to go with the Dolphins, too. Yeah, I like them better. A little more talent. Tua's got some time under his belt here, I would imagine. Um, Cardinals at the Patriots. Oh, Patriots, 100%. Patriots at home. Yeah. I got the Cardinals. You got the Cardinals. You got D-Hop. Yeah, I got the Cardinals. Although I guess with the recent revelations, you could almost have, you might have to. I don't know, man. I got Bill Belichick. I got, I got that man, okay? He's going to find a way. Uh, might have, Panthers might, at the Vikings. Might have Cam starting. Uh, Vikings, hundred <laughs> percent. Vikings at home. Sorry, Panthers. Yeah, I'm, I'm also going Vikings. We're I'm gonna find out how the Panthers Vikings. going four and twelve or something this season. Watch. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Browns at the Jaguars. Browns on the road. I still had the Jaguars winless. I plan to keep it that way. It's a good time. I hope they stay like that. That would be great. Giants at the Bengals. Giants at the Bengals. This is going to be a good game, man. I think this is going to be a good game, but I got the Giants on the road. I've got the Bengals this week. I got Danny Dimes, and I got Saquon Barkley. Yeah. I hope the Bengals win. Yeah, I've got the Bengals, Jack. I think they're going to help you out here, buddy. I hope so, man. We're going to need something because their Giants are beating us twice this year. I mean, they already expanded the playoffs essentially just for (laughs) y'all. Hey, we appreciate it, bro. (laughs) We appreciate all the help we can get. Chargers at the Bills. I got the Bills on the road. Keenan Allen, although he is better than uh, Mike Evans. Are at home. I know. Aren't the Bills at home? Yeah. You said, said Bills on the road. Oh, did I mean to say that? Oh, I meant to say Chargers on the road. But I got I got the Bills here. Uh, although okay. Keenan Allen is better than uh, Mike Evans, it's not going to be enough to help pass that Bills defense. Yeah, well, the good news is that Mike Evans ain't in this game. Uh, Raiders at the Falcons. Let me preface this, Lucas, by I think Mike Evans is going to be incredible this year with Tom Brady. I think he's going to blow Keenan Allen out of the absolute no, water. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't but hear Keenan it. Allen no. is better. No. Next, Raiders better. at the Falcons, Jackson. Was it Raiders at the Falcons? Oh, Falcons, 100%. Falcons at home. I thought you said Ravens for a second. Falcons at home? Yeah, man. Got the Falcons at home. Sorry, Raiders. And your yeah, I think I got the Falcons, too. I wish the Raiders would win. 
Same. That'd be great. Uh, 49ers at the Rams. Niners. Niners, easy game. Yeah, I think uh, I also got to go with the 49ers. I think I actually picked like two or three weeks before this. The Rams. For the Rams to beat the 49ers at home. If you're going to have them splitting, that's fair. I, that's I, I can see that, but I I think the 49ers just loaded on two, too many sides of the ball here. So... And I like I don't know, man. I mean, they're they're both got incredible coaching, but I like the Niners more. Uh Saints at the Broncos. Uh Saints all the way. Who dat? Who dat nation is gonna be alive and well. It'll be a tough place to play, mile high, but yeah. Yeah, I'm going with the Saints also, I definitely agree. Uh Chiefs at the Buccaneers. I got the Buccaneers at home. Uh, against the Chiefs here. Uh, I think Tom Brady is going to... Well, I don't know why you continue to look at me like that, Lucas. You guys have to watch the YouTube version. You can just see Lucas's reaction. But I, I, I like the Buccaneers' uh, run defense here. I think they're going to make the Chiefs very one-dimensional. I think that, I know you're looking around yourself, Lucas, acting like this is strange or weird, but it's, it's definitely not. Um, I, li- I like Tom Brady in these moments, man. I really, really do. It's going to be a really good afternoon game. Um, and I, I think they're... The, like, okay, Here's the thing. With them having last time that Brady had a twin tight end setup, Aaron Hernandez, Rob Gronkowski, even though one of them turned out to be a, a murderer, um, the, mm. he, he, I mean, he was destroying everyone on the field. So I You're really like their twin Thank tight end setup here. What? Mm-hmm. I said, You're doing great. Keep going. Yeah, I know. I'm making a good and compelling argument. Buccaneers at home. And you know why I feel like I have to do that argument, Lucas? Because you just look into the camera like. Like you're John Travolta looking for your coat or what's going on in Pulp Fiction, man. Yeah. It's what yeah. you look like. Yeah. You're not even uncultured. Okay. Anyways, moving past that. I'm going with the Chiefs. I just okay. want to say Chiefs, Patriots, playoffs with rookie Patrick Mahomes. Not rookie. He was his second year in the league, but his first year starting. And the Patriots win in overtime, all right, arguably due to winning the coin flip. Mm-hmm. But you think the Buccaneers are going to beat the Chiefs that just won the Super Bowl? Yes. When Brady and Bill kind of got lucky. They're separated now. Bruce Arians is a fantastic coach. They're going to make the Chiefs one-dimensional with passing the football, okay? Which is not a bad thing for the Chiefs. However, the Buccaneers are going to be able to keep up with their offensive firepower. You keep, dude, you keep laughing at me, bro. I'm telling you, I'm giving you my prediction. The Bucs are going to win this game. What else do you want from me? <laughs> Golly, dude. Bears at the Packers, Jackson. Legendary matchup. Let's I got the it. Bears. Sunday Night Football. I got that bad man, Aaron Rodgers. You just said you got the Bears. Sunday Night Football. I got that bad man, Aaron I got Rodgers. the Packers. So that's so what I said. which team are you picking? The, the Packers. I'm picking the Green Bay Packers, <laughs> led by Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Against the Chicago I'm also, Bears. I'm also going with the Packers. Uh, I feel like the Bears choked this game away. Seahawks at the Eagles, Jackson. Seahawks on the road. Eagles ain't got nothing. Carson Wentz ain't any, anything. 
Yeah, get you some help. Help. <laughs> All right, that's it for Wake Trail Predictions, Mr. Jackson. Fantastic. Okay. All right, my take or leave, it's kind of loaded because some stuff happened. All right, some stuff's been going down. Is it really? Ooh, it's going to be juicy. Get it, off, get it off my chest. Okay. All right, All right we kind of touched on this first one just a little bit. Oh, wait, 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 wait. For those of you who don't know, take or leave it a segment we do every single week where I ask Jackson, like, five statements or whatever. I say take or leave it. He says his opinion. I say mine, which matters way more than his. And it's a great time. It's fantastic. I can't wait. I'm, I'm, I'm on my, <laughs> the edge of my seat, bro. Like, <laughs> like let's get it, okay. you know? <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, number one, Jack, we kind of started. We touched on this a little bit, but um, take it or leave it. The COVID opt-out situation has killed the already wounded Patriots. Oh, killed them? Like when I say kill, like like they're wounded, so you're already spe- expecting them to like if they do make the playoffs, hobbling. they're limping in. Yeah, yeah, like a deer hobbling. But in now the, they're in the wilderness. dead. Like they ain't making the playoffs. Wow! So stick a fork in them right now. Yeah, before like week one, wins. before before like, kickoff. <laughs> yeah, like 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 six wins max. Wow! Take it, this is a it's a take it or leave it, Jackson. Leave it if you want. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it. I think it's crazy to stick a fork in a team right now. Like, I, here's the uh, yeah. I I'm I'm gonna leave it. I think that the I, like you said before, you're making those faces again. You're like, I, listen, Bill's a guy. Okay, he's gonna get him through it. All right, this is Lucas. I'm talking about the I'm talking about the Patriots. Okay, you think that the Kansas City Chiefs are gonna go in? And beat the Bucks? Yes. <laughs> anyway. All right. So I'm leaving it too. I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it for a different reason. You're leaving it because you think the Patriots are still gonna make the playoffs without Hightower and No, Chung. I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs, but I think they're gonna get more than six wins. Casey is delusional. Just he said, thinks they're gonna make I, the playoffs. If you win seven games, you're pretty much in the playoffs now. There's gotta be more than seven. Eight? Yeah. They'll win they'll win they'll win seven games. But they won't win eight. I don't know, seven or eight, somewhere around there. Do you, I mean do you really think they're gonna get the seventh spot? Look, I didn't think they were gonna make the playoffs anyways, so I'm leaving it because they're already dead. All right? They're not they're yeah, they're already not gonna make the playoffs, okay? Chalk it up. I'm really Tank curious to see how yeah, tank for long. I'm really curious to see how how Cam Newton fits with all that too. Yeah, it's gonna fit real good on the bench. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> that was a good right, one, bro. Mr. That was a good second one. <laughs> second one, Mr. Jackson. Yes, sir. Um, preface: Vic Beasley did not report to camp. Okay. Yes. So, take it or leave it. Titan fans should be worried. Leave it. Yeah, he didn't report to camp. It, it could be a, a ton of different reasons. Could be COVID testing. Could be trying to decide if he's going to opt out or not. Could be a bunch of different things. But that doesn't mean that he's not going to show up at all or that his season's over yet. Give it a couple more days and we'll figure out. But even if Vic Busy does not show up and is not in the 2020 season, the Titans have more than enough firepower to potentially sweep their division. 
Mm. I like the way you think. Um, I'm going to take it. I'm not in panic mode, but I am slightly worried. I'm you, worried a little bit. Okay? You should be. You should it's be worrisome. Be, okay. When things like this happen. Okay. Fair enough. All right. All Fair right. enough. Follow up. All right. This next one's connected, Jackson. We're connecting the dots. I've got a third one after this that's connected, but it's not technically in take it or leave it. Okay. Because we're connecting dots. Okay. Number three. <clears throat> Preface. Vrabel says that Clowney, because he was asked another question about Jadavian Clowney, right? And I Vrabel saw this says, on Twitter earlier. And his answer was like, it. Clowney isn't scheduled to fly into Nashville and meet with our doctors right now, right? Yeah. And, and so, take it or leave it, Clowney is coming. Yes. Take it. Take it? Okay, take I'm going to take it too. He's going to be a okay. Titan, and that just means that I saw the I saw the I saw the tweet. That just means confirmed he's driving. He doesn't trust a plane. He's just going to drive. That was hilarious. He's going to drive to Tennessee, <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to show up, oh. and he's going to he, he's going to be a Titan. I mean, we how long have we been waiting for this confirmation? May like since like the middle of look, May. Look, here's a here's a theory I've seen on on Twitter. Uh, Kind of a kind of a little thing. So Jared Stillman is on the Jared and the GM show with the ex GM Floyd Reese of the Tennessee Titans. They do the ESPN show on the radio in Nashville um, every day. And Jared Stillman tweeted out, "Why do I feel like Vic Beasley not reporting to camp means we're getting Jadavian Clowney?" Oh, he was he was like, "Why do I feel like that?" And I was just like. Big brain, big brain, big brain activity going on. So it's like, did he give I, him a I little? Want, they give him a little. They give him the Vic Beasley cash. Yeah, I just kind of, I just kind of want to know what you, what you think about that. You know, like you know, I, it, I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't put it past it at all. I like how you connected. Well, well yeah, it was like, like, what do you think happened though? Do you think J Rob, our GM, was just like, hey man, this COVID stuff's coming in? You think he's like, like a little Bill Belichick sitting there, and he's like. I'm gonna need you to go ahead and opt out this year. Much time, clowny. Yeah, that or he right. might have had a conversation. He could have very well have had a conversation with Vic and be like, "Look, man, I know you got this stuff going on, and maybe there's some extenuating circumstances with his family." He's like, "Look, you opt out, you're gonna get 375k this year. You ain't gotta worry about stuff. You're gonna come back fresh, right? We'll bring you onto a contract. Okay, a year off might be good for Vic. You know, like let his body heal, keep in shape, keep working out, but let his body heal." You come back, you have a signed Jadavian Clowney, and you put Vic on the other side. Maybe Vic goes back into 2015 mode. MVP performance. All of a sudden, you have the best pass rusher in football. All right? Jeffrey Simmons, guess what? He's developed into a star D tackle already. I just want to say, for Christian those of Fulton. you that do not that do not follow Jeffrey Simmons on social media, you need to go to his Instagram or Twitter. All right? Go to his pictures and look at this man. This is a big Man, huge. Okay, huge. <laughs> All right. Oh my so, god. So, I just want to say I'm expecting some some groundbreaking plays this year. All right. I'm expecting some plays that like like the stadium shaking. All right. Yes. Just saying. I mean that'd be because incredible. That is a, it, you know, I, here's the thing. To answer your question, I wouldn't put it past. J. Rob, want to put a pass on? I, I do think he's super smart. We got our own like. I feel like we're like evolved patriots. Really? Okay. Because it's like 
it's like we kind of got some patriot mentality shit going. We got some patriot people in there, you know. We got Mike Vrabel. We brought in like yeah. Logan Ryan and, and Deion Lewis and J Rob's from there. Um, but then it's like we also like are paying these players and stuff. Like we made Taylor Lewan the highest paid left tackle. Like like there's yeah. some, you know what I mean. Um. Anyways, next up, take or leave it, Jackson. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys could have gotten Jamal Adams for less. Because I've seen this take somewhere that the Cowboys could have gotten him for less. Probably. Because Jerry Jones is Jerry Jones. Yes. Jerry Jones is Jerry Jones. And he doesn't get to be Jerry Jones without Jerry Jonesing, a.k.a. negotiating. Master negotiator in the 11th hour. I think he wanted Jamal Adams. I think he could have gotten him. But I think they were asking the Jets were asking too much for him, that being a first and a third no matter what. And it was just going to be way too much for us. We probably could have got him for less, just be. And he wanted to come here, so he, I think Jamal Adams could have like, you know, had some uh, effect on that deal. But I'm glad we didn't. I really am. I know he's a fantastic football player, and he would have helped us out immediately and made our defense probably three times better. But it's de- like with the situation that we're in right now with our quarterback stuff and our offensive line aging, two first and a third is like it's like if we don't win a chip, if we don't win a Super Bowl in two years, we're basically washing away the next seven. So I'm glad we didn't we didn't do that. So I got you. But yeah, probably. Um, I mean, I guess I'm going to take it, too, because he probably could have pulled something off. But, yeah, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Might have been a first, a third, and a fourth or something. Last one, Jackson. Um, With Jamal Adams leaving, Mm -hmm. Kevin Byard is officially the best safety in the AFC. Oh, without question. Without question. I can't think of a safety that's better than him, especially in the AFC. Um, Mika Fitzpatrick. Uh, even then, I think Kevin Byard's a better ball hog, ball hawk. I think I Kevin Byard's a better playmaker. I think You're beautiful, beautiful Kevin Byard's a better tackler. I think Mika Fitzpatrick. Christians. I think <laughs> you forgive me for saying Keenan Allen now. Um, no, not not quite. Okay, well, th- I, I I think he's a. I think Minka is more f- finesse, and he's. Faster, but I think Kevin Byers better game sense. But there's no question Fitzpat Minka very helped out the Steelers defense immediately. Oh yeah, yeah no yeah. question. But I think it's Byard then Fitzpatrick, and then you have the rest of the list for the AFC. Yeah, I'm 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 going to take it too. That's it though, Jackson. That's all we got. You know what? I'm happy we had the take or leave, and I know we had our little spat. I know we had our little Keenan Allen versus the rest of the world thing here. But at the end of the day, Lucas, you and me came together for Take Your Leave, and we had a fantastic show. And I appreciate you being here, bud. Just disappointed. Can't stay bad at me. Look at me. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Uh, Guys, thank you all for showing up. The comments have been fantastic. The uh, football cards sent to Lucas have been great. The conversations have been next level. We did week 12 of our NFL um, predictions. That means we only got, was that, Lucas, five more weeks to go. You know, we're six weeks, and then we're giving our playoff predictions, I think, somewhere around there. Uh, we're getting closer and closer to football, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I cannot oh. wait. It's going to be fantastic. What, 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 what? Oh, just, just throwing this out there. All mm-hmm. right. I think 
what we're going to try to do is have Mr. Casey on as a guest for next yes. week's episode. Um, yes. So this is Invitation Road. Hit my mic as I said that. Invitation rolling out to Mr. Casey right now for next week's episode. All right. All right. We're, we're going to. We're working on some stuff, okay? So, special episode next week. Mr. Casey. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll bring Casey in for next week. So, guys, please, 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 I was about to say, leave a comment, leave a like, get some questions for Casey out there, all right? We're going to put him yeah, on the spot right here in we front of the lights. He's going to get to see what it's like when he's under fire, okay? We're at. We're going to have his questions. You're going to come prepared with Casey, okay? We're, we're, we're going to hit him with it, okay? He's going to get Are you lost. Gonna leave it? He's going to get Casey. Casey What's up? Oh, we're going to. Ooh, yes. I like this. He's going to get lost gonna in the sauce. Questions, Jackson. I like it. I like it. You're just going to say, Casey, take it or leave it. Um, the Titans are the best team in the AFC South, and tell me why you're taking it. Like, <laughs> tell me why you're taking it. Guys, thanks yeah. so much for watching. You can find us where all podcasts can be heard Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc., etc. Also, follow us and subscribe on YouTube. Leave a like. It really does help out the channel. We love you all. Oh, bye bye. Mm, deuces.